0: Hello and welcome to the Improve, Inspire, Impact podcast and this episode which I really don't have a title for or even a working title at the moment because it's just a bunch of random thoughts and ideas and possibly advice that I should have given myself at the beginning of 2019. This advice is really born out of mistakes that I've personally made. And over the last few days, I've, I've been away with the family, um, having quite a relaxing time, and I've made a mental list of things that I want to say, things that I've reflected on. Um, consequently, I've no idea how long this podcast is gonna be going on for, because every thought that I have seems to lead on to another. I should explain that it's the bit between Christmas and New Year, Twixmas, and I have, as I said, just come back from a few days away with my family. I'm very, very grateful to have the opportunity to do these type of things. And I've really enjoyed not having to worry about the cooking and cleaning. We've had a really great time. We've been for walks. We've played card games. And at the hotel we stayed at, there was a puzzle there, a jigsaw puzzle. And I found a new love for doing jigsaw puzzles. I found it incredibly relaxing. It took my mind away from a lot of things. And I've realized that next year I should develop that idea more, less technology, more getting back to basics. So why am I recording this podcast? I had a new microphone for Christmas. I need to test it out before I actually do a podcast with somebody else. I'm also a little bit bored at the moment and I really enjoy the process of putting audio together because it does help me to relax a bit like the jigsaw puzzles. And at the moment, everybody's busy with their family and friends, so nobody else is available for me to speak to, to do a podcast with. So I'll have to do, although you may think differently. I've also had a lot of time for reflection and have realised there's lots of stuff in my head that keeps me awake at night. And perhaps if I can express this or record it, these thoughts may go away. And should I ever want to revisit them, which I, I hope I don't. I've recorded them and I'll be able to listen to it back. I could write them down, but writing things down is a little bit too much like my day job. So I don't want to do that. But maybe through recording this, somebody else will listen and will be able to relate to what I'm saying. And it may also inspire them to express their feelings or maybe open up about a mental health issue. Because I think personally that I'm feeling better for having made the decision to be more open. And also I can't keep going on about honesty and authenticity, which are two things that are so, so important to me if I don't practice what I'm preaching. So here's my list. I don't know how long it's going to be. I'll start off with number one. And the first thing I want to say is no one thing, idea or person can sort you out. You are the one responsible for doing that. You may need to look in multiple places for advice and support and just don't rely on the obvious sources. Um, You'll find that this time of year, as we approach New Year, everybody is vying for your attention to sign up to various online life-changing courses or things like Weight Watchers, Slimming World, you name it. And these plans are only as good as what you're prepared to put into it. And one thing I would say is... Set realistic New Year's resolutions, especially around food and exercise. And if you feel like things are getting out of control, then do seek some early help. Disordered eating, eating disorders are are a big part of my life and have been for a number of years. I've only recently just admitted this openly. I was diagnosed again with an eating disorder back last April. And partly this is why I'm doing this, because... At the beginning of 2019 i was in quite a bad place um, and i just hammered on with the way i was going up until about march or april things didn't get an awful lot better but i am now considering myself to be in recovery and i'm doing all right actually you know you would look at me i'm healthy i'm fit but inside my head things are a little bit different at times and i find it awkward to deal with but that's part of who i am so take it or leave it really. Moving on to the second thing I'd like to say, don't read multiple self-help books or diet books or lifestyle books and try to implement everything simultaneously. I really should know better on this one. I have a scientific background. I know about taking data, evidence, everything, but I've done... Oh, you know, I've read everything. Everything was going to be the panacea. Everything was going to be fantastic. But then I implemented everything at the same time and it all sort of fell apart. I didn't know what was working and what wasn't working. So just don't do it. Straight in at three. When considering opening up about a mental health issue, pick your audience. Really, really think about it. I could say a lot more on this topic but I'd actually be stealing someone else's thunder, and I don't want to do that. But I will say that this topic is going to be covered by someone else on a podcast very, very shortly, and I'll make sure that I publicize it through my Instagram account so you can hear much, much more about it and uh, my thoughts on it. Number four is all about accountability. I believe that accountability is important But I've realized that sometimes it's much, much easier to be accountable to someone with no emotional attachment and who can't make excuses on my behalf. I've realized that the less people know me, the more they are non-judgmental and are prepared to accept me as I am. So this is why I'm saying this now and largely to people who don't know me, because I'm actually finding it really, really difficult with friends and can't explain why. But I will say that as part of recording this, I'm hoping that I am going to be accountable, accountable, particularly for eating disorder recovery. You know, mental health is something that, in my opinion, you experience. You shouldn't be labeled with that permanently, and therefore you shouldn't have to say that you're recovered from it. It's not um, a, a black and white thing. It doesn't work like that. It's, it's a, there's a spectrum to it. What I'm trying to say is I hope that in however many years time I can make another podcast like this and look at it from a different perspective, from a different mindset, a more positive mindset and be able to explain how I got there from here. That may prove useful to other people because it's all about the the pathway and the process, plus it gives me an incentive. This podcast is almost like the before picture, and I'm hoping that there will be a during picture, there will be an after with luck, and I am now being accountable by saying that. Next, eating disorder recovery is hard, and it's a lot worse around Christmas. You've got the food pushers, you've got disruption to your normal exercise and diet regime. There is a lack of control around what you can do because there's people around you constantly. There's food around that you've maybe previously banned or tried not to eat um, but actually secretly crave. And you've got to maintain that facade that everything is absolutely fine and brilliant and you have an absolutely wonderful time because it's Christmas and you should be feeling like that. And perhaps you don't. That said, um, I had an interesting Christmas this year and quite an enjoyable one, which was surprising because it was very different. Um, we've lost a lot of people in the family this year. Um, it's is been productive and uh, lucrative for the undertakers on my side of the family. So we had to rejig Christmas to cater for everybody that's left. And so everybody came around my house and it was great. I managed to cook Christmas dinner for seven, which I'd never done before. I really enjoyed the cooking. It gave me a real focus for the morning. And by the time it actually came to Christmas dinner, I'd seen enough food to uh, to think, well, I'm not going to go mad over this. I'm just going to eat what I want. And that was... I enjoyed it. Christmas afternoon, went by, you know, a few drinks. Christmas evening, that meal was just another story. All the beige food came out, just went on the table. Foods that I wouldn't... Well, I, I would normally... I do want to eat it, but I would say no to. And I saw it there and I thought, well, you know, I don't really fancy it at all. Um, I was full up still from lunchtime. I... Just had a little bit of cheese in the end. But the good thing was I realised that I was full and I'm really, really pleased about that. I actually could tell that my body did not need or want to eat anything else. And that is a major, major step forward for me. It was a real revelation to be able to respect my body's feelings instead of what my mind was telling me. Next up, I've lost track of the numbers but it's still on the eating disorder theme. Do not weigh yourself between Christmas and New Year or indeed at any other time because it's not helpful. Um, I don't really think I need to say anything more about that other than it's a number on scales and you are the one that puts it into context with your life. Certainly in my case, it's a really bad idea. The cocktail menu in the hotel hasn't helped. Um, It's been my downfall. I am feeling pretty guilty for it at the moment. I realise that's not healthy. And I realise that sometimes I am actually allowed to enjoy myself. I find it hard to admit that. But I have enjoyed myself over the last few days. And that's the consequences. But it's not a good thing. And it's not a bad thing. It's just a thing. Move on. While I'm on a bit of a rant, no excuses. That whole no excuses culture a really, really good idea for setting habits initially. It's a very positive mantra to have under normal circumstances. And I was fully subscribed to it, but sometimes life happens in a big way and then it's just not appropriate. But I was so bound up in it that on the day that my dad died, which is a day that I'm never gonna forget, I felt compelled to carry on as normal with my exercise regime And looking back, I really regret it and I'm never going to forget that day. So just be careful and don't take the no excuses culture to the extreme like I did. I think that's all my thoughts dealt with for now. I'm certainly hoping for a better night's sleep tonight after getting all that out. It's been an interesting experience. I'm a little bit nervous about putting this out, but I'm going to do it. Although I don't quite know how it fits in with the improve, inspire, impact ethos, but I am on a mission to improve my life, so I've kind of shoehorned that in somewhere. (laughs) I think I'd like to finish by saying thank you to a lot of people. Firstly, to my close family who know how I sometimes feel. I say sometimes, not all the time. Sometimes I'm just on top of the world and everything's fantastic. They know I'm weird. They know I'm odd. But apparently they wouldn't have me any other way. I'd like to thank a very old friend who is always at the end of an email. She's not actually old. She's the same age as me. Um, But she knows who she is. And thank you to her. I'd like to thank all the people, new and old friends, who I've laughed with this year. There have been some brilliant moments, some hilarious moments. And I've really enjoyed being with you all. New friends, I'm very grateful for having met you. You've added another dimension to my life and to those who've offered assistance in some bleak times um, I appreciate it I'm actually not the emotional void that I appear to be but I do find it difficult to accept help that's something to do with boundaries and relationships with me but thanks for trying it's just a little bit awkward but I do appreciate you being there to those who share my ethos Thank you for making me feel like I'm not the only one. I recorded a podcast with Rachel Zapata about her initiative As We Are and I published that back in October time. And I'm pleased to say that um, the website goes live, the As We Are website goes live on the 1st of January 2020. It's www.aswearecollective.com. It's going to have stories of where people are at in their lives now and how experience has shaped them. Please, please check it out. Uh, Very simply put, As We Are is about self-acceptance and appreciating diversity, a very worthy cause, in my opinion. Special thanks to everybody else who has also agreed to talk to me for a podcast. I really enjoy doing it. Thank you so much. And thanks to those who I've chosen to help me over the last year. I realize I've probably tested your patience to its limit. And finally, thanks to you for listening. And I sincerely hope that 2020 is whatever you want it to be. If you want to reach out to me, if you've got something to say, you want to be on a podcast, I can be found either on Instagram at almond.triangle or by email on almond.triangle at gmail.com.